You are listening to Crosstalk. A safe place to discuss addiction, recovery, harm reduction, and everything in between. Support for this podcast comes from the Kentucky Opioid Response Effort and Advocates of Recovery. Content and production by the team at Turning Point Recovery Community Center. Now, buckle up and get ready for the show. Welcome today to Crosstalk Recovery, the recovery podcast that supports all forms of recovery. I'm Matt Lewis, and I'm here with Sam Peterson, Zarion Smith, and Ravon Shepard. Welcome, guys. I'm glad you're here. Um, they're from The Zone, which is in the same building that we share. Uh, they work with uh, teens and young adults, and we just wanted to have them on to give them a little spotlight and let them kind of come on here, share their stories, and a little bit about what they do. Um, Tell me about yourself. How, what got you to work in there? What led you up to that? What made you want to do it? And a little bit about the program. Well, what got me there was just uh, I saw an advertisement for a job. <laughs> and it was like, huh, this is unique. It's different out of my uh, normal comfort zone. But it was something that uh, I thought was necessary and needed. And uh, applying for the job, I saw there was a lot of uh, – administrative duties, but also you had a lot of interaction with uh, young people. And throughout my former career, I had a lot of interaction with older adults and dealing with them in negative situations. And so this was my opportunity to maybe start off with a younger group to help them uh, think about and develop those uh, positive social skills so maybe they make better decisions and better judgments in the future so they don't have those negative outcomes. Great. Yeah, that's great. What did you do before working here? I was in law enforcement. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Kind of transfers over a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> yeah. bit. It, it, it's, it's similar in some ways, and it's totally different in other ways. I think I have, uh, in both areas, you have the ability to change people's lives, sometimes for the negative and sometimes for the positive. But uh, with this, everything that you do here is trying to help them do things on a positive side. You see them doing maybe negative things around the center and you try to correct those behaviors so that they understand that even if they didn't mean something, it still had consequences to the greater society and helping them to really appreciate and understand that the things that they do have far-reaching effects and the things that they do now could affect them later on in life, which right. I think a lot of people, you know, especially uh, young ones, they think they're invincible and nothing will ever hurt them. But yeah. then uh, when you get older, you realize, wow, if only I had the opportunity to somebody say, hey, that's not the right thing to do. Maybe I should change. Or maybe I have, or somebody talk to them and say, maybe you should think about doing this a different way and maybe you have a better outcome in it. Awesome. Yeah. So, so what is it exactly the zone does? I mean, I know it's a great place back there. There's always people smiling, having a good time, playing video games. I get jealous occasionally because yeah. you all got right. these really big, nice couches back there that are yes. really comfortable. <laughs> so what exactly is the zone? Because I kind of know, but right. some of our people don't. I got you. Yeah. It's a, a youth drop-in center. It's a... We, primarily focus on ages 16 to 25, but we have a middle school night, which is today, Thursday, July the 7th, I think it is, Mm -hmm. and uh, 10 to 15-year-olds are able to come there. And what the zone basically is, it's an ability for not only uh, youth or young adults to be with peers in a positive environment, but also to help them to see that, you know, the things that 
there are more things than just video games and social media. Right. Because we, we use those things to get them into the zone and give them the opportunity to have fun and be kids still, or youth, be youth still, but also push them towards those adult decisions. Like when they come in, there are national screening tools that we have to do to kind of keep progress with them. And we do that every six months to, you know, just to gauge their uh, progress for the government. And then we have a, a program that's called Achieve My Plan and uh, the peer supports, which are the uh, employees that work there who have lived experience in either substance use or mental health disorders. And they help those because the zone, especially being attached to Four Rivers, it, it's goal is to utilize or to assist those with either substance use or mental health disorders. But you don't have to have either of those to come to the zone, but that's kind of their, their, their focus because we know that that's an underserved uh, demographic, especially even with young adults and teens because you see, you know, a lot of information about, you know, older ones or adults, you know, dealing with different things, but sometimes, especially with mental health, it's really not a whole lot of support anywhere so it's even that much less for teens and then with uh, social media they get their uh, uh, diagnosis from watching uh, TikTok and you know, they don't do YouTube but you know from those <laughs> sites and it's like okay I see this I, I'm dealing with this I have this so this is what I must have and so this is what I have rather than going to a trained professional to see okay do you really have those things or are those things that you kind of uh, associate with so you put yourself in that category and so at the zone you know there are you have the ability to be able to not only talk to peer supports but you have the ability to be able to talk to a mental health professional and be able to uh, access medication management and just different things like that it's a it's a, a kind of like a wraparound or a whole person environment so we're not just dealing with one issue we're trying to find out what each individual youth has, what issue he has, and help them to overcome those things so that they can continue on into adulthood with a positive uh, influence and knowing that there is support because a lot of times the support that young ones get out in society, smartphones and different things like that, is <laughs> negative. Absolutely. And so when we deal with them, we want to show them that, you know, people... When you're anonymous, people can say a lot of mean things. And sometimes when you're known, but, you know, you can't interact with them so they feel that they can say anything. But when you really, truly want to talk to somebody and be able to get an honest feedback, then it's best to do it person to person who somebody with somebody that has that lived experience or went through something similar that you did so they don't say, well, you know, just get over it. Or, ah, that's not a big deal. You'll, you'll grow out of it. Because right. that's not the answer that they're looking for. They're looking for something that can truly help them overcome the issue that they're dealing with at the time, no matter what it is. We'll that's be awesome. right back. Hey, y'all. Did you know it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland because they get lonely? Here at Turning Point, we don't want you to ever be lonely either. That's why we're open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Always feel free to come hang with our friendly staff, and don't forget your guinea pig. We're located at 415 Broadway Street, downtown Paducah. 
Hello, everybody. You want to know something? My biggest issue with meetings is despite their name, they're never about me. Here at Turning Point, all of our meetings are for you and about you. We have meetings at least three times a day, seven days a week. We are located at 415 Broadway, Paducah, Kentucky. Call 270-444-3621 for more information. I wish there had been something like that that I, I could have gone to when right. I was younger, you know. And then maybe there was something like that I just didn't know about it or wasn't aware of it, but, but it sounds awesome, man. So what, uh, what brought you in there, and how much? Do, what do you like about the program? I like using the resources. Um, so back in, like, 2019, maybe, um, I had started, like, going to the zone for the first time. It was uh, – I hadn't talked to any of my friends in, like, a while, like a good couple, but now me and uh, my good buddy Anthony – we come every so often, and then um, my friend Jose, he used to come, but he's a big homebody. But I uh, had stopped talking to them for a long while, and then me and another friend came to the zone. I used to get in all kinds of trouble with him, and he was starting to sell like sell drugs and do all that stuff. And then I, I almost got wrapped up in all that. But then I came to the zone, and I stopped hanging out with him as much, and I started hanging out with my old friends. And then eventually uh, there was a peer support, Gary, um, Gary Rose, and then he uh, he kind of like got me into D and D, and then I started like staying at the zone, going there for that for my friends, and then he was my peer support for a little while, and then um, so yeah, it really brings you back in from like if you're on the edge of you know going into a bad environment and like doing bad things, and it really pulls you back away from that. Right, a positive environment to be in, you know, with other people trying to stay out of trouble. Yeah, that's good, and. Uh yeah. Zarian brings up a good point because a, a lot of times, uh, especially with uh, the smartphones and different things like that, there's not a lot of social interaction. Yeah, a lot of social interaction is over the smartphone. And here, you bring individuals to be able to socialize in person mm-hmm. because I think with uh, this generation, uh, that interpersonal communication could be lost because oh yeah and and i and i I can remember you know (laughs) myself with kids and grandkids you know you can be in the same vehicle and they don't talk but they're communicating with each other over absolute smartphone and it's like so what are they saying you have no idea what they are talking about because it's like a secret code it's (laughs) almost like a different language that only they understand and so you don't know with your your children, grandchildren, friends, families are talking about because you can't hear them. Because a lot of times, you know, I can remember when I was growing up, I would, you know, have that verbal communication and my mother would hear it and say, what, what are you doing, boy? Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, okay, she found out. <laughs> now, if you don't have access to that uh, youth smartphone, you don't know what they're talking about. You don't know what they're learning. You don't know what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. And Nowadays, there's so much information out there that they're a lot smarter than I was when I was growing up. Because sure. my thing was, I just wanted to be outside, play, get dirty, and have fun. <laughs> and for them, you know, for the youth today, it's like going outside is a bad word. It's like if it's not a game system or a smartphone, they don't want to deal with anything. And so uh, with the zone, you have that interaction. And, and sometimes, you know, you have to really uh, be caught con- diligent with the youth there because not having that social interaction that those social cues aren't there and so you really have to be aware of the environment so that it stays safe 
and friendly and inviting for individuals to come back. And I think that's one of the positive things that we provide. And I think that's why a lot of the youth like coming because they have that positive personal interaction and the ability to, you know, play some of the video games and to talk to their friends in person and draw. Like I said, we have a lot of engagement tools besides video games, but board games. And uh, here recently, uh, there's been a lot of painting going on. Mm -hmm. And so they really enjoy that. And it's basically a way for the youth to express themselves because in uh, today's society, self-expression is limited to that smartphone. Uh And there are other ways to express yourself, whether it's through the video game system or some sort of drawing, or we have some, I know we have one uh, consumer there that wants to uh, go into writing. He wants to write a book. Awesome. And awesome, so, you know, yeah. that's wonderful. It's like writing a book. Y'all know what a book is? <laughs> because it's not, if it's not on a smartphone, a lot of times they don't know what it is. And I'm being a little flippant, but, you know, it's, there's, they don't have the, uh, the, not so much the thought process, but they don't have the want to sit down in a serene environment and just read words and be relaxed. It's always not always, a lot of times it's a lot of, you know, go, 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 like with video games or, you know, short text messages on a phone with somebody or Snapchat or TikTok or whatever they're using today, those interactions as opposed to, you know, taking a break. And uh, when they come to the zone, uh, that's uh, a wonderful uh thing about our peer supports is they give them or help them deal with any problems or issues that they might be having because a lot of times they might not tell a person over a text message about what they're going through. But if uh, the peer support has developed that rapport with the consumer, they can come in and say, hey, you know, they can say, okay, something's off about this consumer today. They're not like they normally are. You know, what's, hey, what's going on? What's wrong? Is there something I can do for you? Well, no, not, not really. And then they're like, well, why don't you come to the back and talk to me? Let's go back in the private area and talk. And then next thing you know, you know, they tell them about something that they're dealing with or a problem that they might be having. And then they can utilize uh, specialized tools to help them cope. We call them coping skills, develop coping skills for the different issues or problems that they're having at the time so that they have a positive influence in dealing with uh, any uh, issue that they might be having at the time. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. I think that is so important, man, that that one-on-one face-to-face with someone who, like I know the peer supports are people who have been through similar things as these kids. So uh, I know that like, in recovery, the same thing. Like people who look at what we do, peer support, is because we've been there. It's easier to relate to them, and uh, the same goes for that. And I think that's so important to try and help someone. And, and it's easier to open up to someone who you know who's struggled with the same things that you've struggled with. I think it's just important to have a safe place for people, you yeah. know, youth or adults. And I mean, a lot of times up front, sometimes the best thing we can do is just be there. Yes. And you are there. Mm-hmm. And it's that safe place. And once once I get comfortable going to this place, mm-hmm. then I'm more likely to open up to the peers around me mm-hmm. and, and, and talk. I know for people in recovery and for youth, a lot of times their homes aren't safe places. Right. So mm-hmm. this is breaking that, hey, I can go here. It's a safe place. I can talk to other people who are struggling with a lot of the same things I'm doing, and it's it's just it's good to see and it's yeah. good to watch. Yeah, especially going into the <clears throat> like the comfortability, like for them to get comfortable. Because I was a little bit sketchy about the, <laughs> about the new zone because the old zone I was comfortable with those peer supports, and a couple of them didn't come over. But all the ones that came over, they're they're gone now. Mm-hmm. But 
these ones, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with them than I was at the beginning, Z and Lauren and uh, Cassidy. Yeah. I, I, I pick Cassie as my favorite. I always tell them every time I come in which one's my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah, and you guys have some fun events over there, too. We see, like, Dungeons & Dragon night, yeah. and you have pizza parties, and movie nights. We watch them in the parking lot. Or, and uh, what other kind of things are you guys doing? Well, we went out to uh, Atomic City, bought the oh, yeah? was out to Atomic City. Awesome. We rented out a, a movie theater so that they can go to the movies. Uh, this summer, we were talking about doing a, a block party and cookout in the parking lot. Right, and, cool. And, you know, do different things like that, especially with the summer coming up. It's uh, The youth have a lot of extra time. So we're looking at uh, engagement tools as far as, you know, coping skills, uh, dealing with being away from school and mm-hmm. uh, having more access to social media just to make sure that you know they they are doing well mentally because uh, being even in school they still have that support system but being that it's the summertime that support system might not be there for them and so like you said the home might not be safe and so if they're always in that environment you know it's it's hard for them to be uh, productive and that mental health could take a, a, a toll on you know the individual so we try to do fun things and exciting things and different things that help them to you know enjoy life because life is meant to be enjoyed and i think a a lot of times people do things to get further enjoyment it's like and it's whether it's negative or whether it's positive it's like they don't do it because you know like you were saying you know uh, substance use it's like they don't do it because they want to they're trying to escape something Absolutely. They want something better. And a lot of times looking at the news, looking at the world, you don't see better. So it's like, if it's not better, how can I feel better? And they do these things to make themselves feel better. And so sometimes it's not because they want to or because they have to. It's just because they want to be not, not so much like the love, but they want to feel better about themselves. I know with the youth that I see today, the, the, the feedback I get is different. You know, when I was a kid, you, the cell phones, you still had to pull the antenna out. Mm-hmm. You know, they were around. Not many people had one, you know. Uh, but today, it's so much of it seems like when I talk to a youth, they're talking about how many likes they got on this or that. So it's more of a social media-based type of interaction with people. And that's okay. It's, you know, the, the way the world is, is today. It's just it's good to see that actual interaction yes. between people, because that is so important, especially with people like me that have some mental health issues. You know, right. interacting with people is a bright spot in my day. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I know I wasn't diagnosed with my mental health issues until way later in life, but obviously they were began way before I was ever diagnosed, and I'm sure some of my substance use is related into that. So right. I, what I like about the zone is you're helping kids get in touch with these services yes. early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the earlier, the better. Yes, absolutely. if you take care of that at, you know, a young age, then maybe you're not 41 like right. me before you're finally getting right. help, you know, and trying to figure that out. So that's that's and, what I like about and it. And the thing I appreciate about not only The Zone, but Four Rivers, it's not just to focus on mental health. Because, like, with The Zone, we have supported employment. Mm-hmm. Help you, help if you want help to get a job. Mm-hmm. We have uh, transportation. If you can't get to The Zone and you live uh, in the area, we'll pick you up and we'll take you home. Because we know a lot of people, especially living in, in a rural environment, you know, transportation isn't as... <laughs> plentiful as it is in, in a bigger city. Absolutely. So, you know, that tra- is, it, it's really important. And then 
the ability for them to uh, help fill out applications. Or uh, and, and I found recently that, especially today's youth, documentation, driver's license, social security cards, birth certificates, mm-hmm. they don't have those things and they don't know how to get those things, especially in the age range that we're dealing with because you you know get a license or trying to get a job and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I know we had a one peer support that, you know, when, you know, something came up, he was on top of it, trying to get them this, driver's license, birth certificates, social security cards, because, you know, he knew how important it was for them to get those things in order to find that job, in order to get those services that they would need, just uh, general services like in the world, like get on a plane or, Mm -hmm. you know, identification and go on federal facilities or just different things like that. And uh, those things that they need that they might not realize that they need and especially being uh, 16 or 25 it's like <laughs> they might not have even ever thought about okay I want to get a job it's like okay I can just go there and say hey can I have a job it's like no it doesn't work like that you have to fill out an application you have to do an interview you have to dress properly for an interview these are some of the interview questions and so with supported employment they go through those steps they help them to be able to okay uh, you've never filled out an like, application okay Let's uh, get a hard copy and we'll go over it. This is how you fill out an application. This is the information that you need to put in the application. Mm-hmm. And then for the interview, okay, these are some of the interview questions that they're going to go over, you know, and kind of practice with them going over the interview skills. You know, when you're in an interview, this is what you should wear and, you know, you know different things like that, which, you know, the, the, the youth today might not know how to interact in that kind of environment. So it really helps to have that supported employment there to be able to guide them Mm -hmm. on how to best not only uh, obtain a job but during the interview and tell them the steps that they are going to experience so it's not a shock to the system and they go in for an interview and they just look like a deer caught in the headlights and not answer any questions and it's like okay the employee's like this is probably the person we want to hire you don't get a second chance to make a first impression absolutely not we'll be right back hello everybody you want to know something My biggest issue with meetings is despite their name, they're never about me. Here at Turning Point, all of our meetings are for you and about you. We have meetings at least three times a day, seven days a week. We are located at 415 Broadway, Paducah, Kentucky. Call 270-444-3621 for more information. Did you know that recovery from substance use disorder and mental health go hand in hand? That is why the caring and compassionate mental health professionals at Four Rivers Behavioral Health in Paducah are here to help you find your balance. They are proud of you for making the changes necessary to live a healthier life and would love to see you reach your full potential. Give them a call at 270-442-7121 or stop by the downtown location at 425 Broadway in Paducah, Kentucky. Yeah, and so in... Uh, some of the other programs, I have a little sheet here to help remind me of the different programs. Uh, and then recovery support uh, is kind of like for uh, those, whether it's mental health or substance mm-hmm. use, uh, there's a uh, support for the youth there at the zone. And uh, we have trained therapists that are assigned to the zone. So if they come over and are in uh, a real desperate need for an emergency session, we can call our uh, uh, clinician 
and if she's available, she can come over and uh, talk to them at that time. And if not, if she's not available and it's before five, we can bring them over into uh, Four Rivers and have an emergency consultation so that uh, whatever they're dealing with, they can be helped at that time. So there's a lot of other uh, opportunities that they have. Uh, and then the, the community, uh, a lot of times uh, the youth aren't, especially being so attached to social media, they don't know the resources that are available in the community. Okay. Uh, just like uh, we have uh, some consumers now that are having trouble paying their rent. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, I have trouble paying my rent. You know, who do I go to? Mm-hmm. Well, we have those connections to say, okay, you can go here for food, you can go here for your rent, you can go here for utilities, right. Right. And, and they can help you. But if they didn't have that help, they could be homeless. And that could be an issue. And so a lot of a, a lot of the work that we do at the zone, especially with the youth, is helping them be connected to not only the uh, services at Four Rivers at the zone, but also in the community. Because a lot of times it just takes the knowledge to be able to help them deal with whatever problem or issue that they're dealing with. Yeah, great. Well, how would someone who wants to come in over there get involved? Is there a procedure for someone? Can you just walk in, or do yep. you have to? You can just walk in, or you can, uh, you would ask me the phone number. I don't remember the phone <laughs> number. Uh, you can call Four Rivers and ask to be transferred to the zone, and uh, we can talk to you over the phone. And if you live locally and you want to come and tour the zone, we can go pick you up, take you uh around the zone with a peer support will explain you know the process and the things that we have there and the things that we offer and then if you want to stay that day except for thursdays you have to be 10 to 15 if you want to stay that day you could but if you want to go back home we can we can take you back home so uh and we're right behind four rivers at the, you know, uh, in the back of yeah turning point Did you guys i address the same as ours yes uh-huh. 415 broadway yes mm-hmm. that's great and you guys Say transport. Yes. That's a big one, too. It's always big. Transportation's always an issue. I know that's one of the big things we do up front, too, is just Mm -hmm. trying to get people. And you you touched on it. We're in a rural area. The bus runs every hour. (laughs) So you wait on the bus for 45 minutes, then get an hour ride somewhere. It takes some time to get places. Yeah. And what I appreciate, too, is uh, we're looking to kind of expand to uh, not just Four Rivers, but the uh, state is looking to put trapping centers in other communities mm-hmm. because we were, I was talking uh, to a lady from uh, Owensboro who's looking at setting up a drop-in center there, and they came down yesterday just to kind of get a feel about how we do things and you know the process of getting it started. But we have ones that were interested in Mayfield, Livingston County, Marshall County, Murray, and so. We, with the transportation, even if we did have excellent transportation, you know, Murray's an hour away. Sometimes some parts of Mayfield is an hour away, and it's hard to be able to go and pick those individuals up. And so with the uh, drop-in centers being in different communities, it's uh, a benefit to those communities because this is a regional mental health facility, but the zone, we would love to be regional and pick them up all over the 19 counties that we serve, but it's just not feasible. But the more we can open up drop-in centers in different counties, the more services would be available for this transition-age youth to be able to get those services. And that's a big issue that we're seeing today because we want to help 
But if they're an hour away, going there, picking them up, bringing them back, coming back, that's half a day. And our, our center is open uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday for 16 to 25-year-olds from 1 to 6 p.m. And so if, you know, you go down and pick them up and then bring them back, by the time you take them back, they'd have to leave early and different things like that, and they won't get the full use out of the facility or the time that they have because for some of them, this is the only, you know, positive human interaction that they might have. Absolutely. Going back into the, like, resources part, when um, I think when I came here the other day, there was a a a clinician or therapist. 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 Uh, it was, uh, what was her name? Uh, Haley Z- Zilger? Zingler? Can't remember her last name. But uh, I haven't, we were in a talk the other day in the session, so she, she's my therapist now. And I haven't had a therapist, uh, I don't think I've talked to anybody since like 2018, 2019. So, and the other day, she really, like, those resources parts, she really, op- like, I opened up a lot. And I, it's the most I've talked about anything in a, in a long while. And I was like, yeah, I talked about this with my grandpa last night and this and that. So I, it's That's definitely great. a real help that the, the, they have therapists available for us right. to do extra resources. Yeah, and that you're utilizing it, you know what I mean? That's awesome. Well, we appreciate what you guys do over there, man. We appreciate you guys coming on and taking the time to do this and kind of put a spotlight on it. And uh, I hope if anybody out there listening or watching that wants to – you know, has uh, teenagers that need help or if they're teenagers listening themselves and want to come down and check it out, that they will. Uh, so thank you again. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Uh, click the link in the description. You can also listen to the audio versions on Spotify, Google, Apple, all those things. So uh, see you soon. Stay grateful. Thanks, thank guys. You. You're thank you. Thank this you. light, man, what is killing me? If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction or in recovery and needs guidance, Speak with Turning Point's team of peer support specialists by calling 270-444-3621. You are not alone, and we are proof that recovery is possible.